You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. And, Mark, big news for the Braves this week as it comes out on Tuesday night that Dansby Swanson is on his way to the Major League Club on Wednesday. Obviously, uh, this is news that has kind of effects for right now, but also the future. I guess my first question is, he was in double-A, not triple-A. Obviously, the spot opens up for him with the trade, um, but he was hitting 261 at the time of the trade in double-A. He, is he necessarily ready to make the jump to the major leagues? I do think he is ready. I, I think what we have to remember about Dansby, and this probably uh, is a – probably is a message to fans that let's not expect too much too soon. Let's remember that he was – in college just a year ago. Everything that he has experienced this summer is different than anything he experienced at any level uh, playing baseball his whole life. You know, in terms of playing every day, the bus rides, just getting used to pro ball. I think what we saw, uh, the the offensive struggles that he had here over the last month were a product of, you know, were influenced by fatigue. Now, you you look at that, you say, well, he's still going to be just as tired when he gets to the big leagues. Let's remember the the adrenaline is going to be flowing. Uh, I think when, when you saw this kid in, during spring training, um, he was as mature uh, as anybody you could ever expect to, to have played basically 30 games at the pro level. Uh, and at the same time, just as steady as can be in the field. And from what I understand, he's continued to play that, provide that steady glove uh, throughout the season there at shortstop. And that's one of the primary reasons why, you know, two months ago they decided to, to switch Ozzy Albies to second base uh, and, and basically go forward saying, look, Dancy Swanson is our shortstop of the future. Uh, I think from a mental perspective, he can handle it. Is he going to uh, you know, go through some growing pain? Sure. Um, would you like to see him the numbers a little bit better when you promoted him? Yeah, but it, I think that uh, the, you know, obviously the marketing and business people wanted Dancy Swanson up here as soon as possible because that's going to help. Uh, sell some tickets. I think, you know, over the last week or two that the uh, development people were able to come to agreement, hey, look, it's, or, or get back, get in line with uh, what the uh, business side of the Braves folks who were trying to think about creating some excitement, selling tickets and uh, leading up to the new stadium. Um, I think that from a developmental standpoint, they said, hey, look, we want to give him these six weeks of the season and see where he is heading towards next year because. You know, as we've known basically since they made the trade, is the plan was for him to be the starting shortstop next year. So, um, obviously, they've been trying to move Eric Ibar for probably since April. Um, you know, they couldn't move him for so long just because his numbers were so bad. Uh, he has hit a little bit recently. They've been calling the Tigers almost on a daily basis for over a month. And so, finally, I guess uh, the Tigers went ahead and relented and and went with a deal which just created a spot for, for Swanson. So there will be a lot of excitement down there at Turner Field, not only Wednesday night when Swanson makes his debut, but, you know, for the remainder of this homestand and beyond. So obviously you get Swanson's feet wet, and that's a big deal leading into the 2017 season. But you also start his clock as far as arbitration and, and eventual free agency, Mark. That had to be something that the franchise kind of had to weigh on the other side of things. I do. I think, you know, that they – that, that that has to be part of the thinking, but at the same time, I think they're looking at this guy 
just from what they got to know from him during spring training. Uh, you know, they they probably gain that sense of confidence. They look, we're we're probably going to try to buy out some RPUs anyhow. Uh, if you know, within the next year or two, I uh, give him an you know try and extend him beyond his uh, his um, arbitration clause or his arbitration years. And so I don't think that was as much a concern to to them. Um, you know, as for Ozzy Albies, why he's not coming up yet? I, I think that it, primarily, I guess the easy answer is there was a need for a shortstop. There wasn't as much need for a second baseman yet. I do think we'll we'll see Ozzy uh, at second base. You know, for a lot of September. But for right now, I think they're going to let Jace Peterson, Gordon Beckham, uh, and those guys continue to play. But but as they look at Swanson, you know, they, they like the player. Uh, they like the, the personality. I you do not I, I do not want to say that, that Dansby Swanson is Derek Jeter in any way, shape, or form. But when you see the way he handles himself, uh, the, just the maturity, the, his approach to the game, just the, the shorthanded type of shortstop, in, the, in, those, uh, in, in those respects, he does draw some comparisons to, to what you would have thought a, a young Derek Jeter or what we remember a young Derek Jeter to be. I'm not trying to put him in that category or anything, but he does have that kind of personality, that kind of approach to the game. Uh, it's, I think it's going to make him a fan favorite as soon as he gets here. Well, MOBPipeline.com's Jim Callis has been comparing him to Jeter for over a year now, Mark. So, so we have that yeah. as well. Uh, he absolutely loves the guy. Um, I, I guess my one, going back to the trade, obviously they wanted to get rid of Ibar. They bring in Mike Avilas as part of that deal. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so he's not a long-term piece. But they do get a catcher out of the deal as well. Um, so you add a piece, and, and they obviously are a little shallow as far as catching depth. So how does that help them out? Well, you know, you, you always need, you know, some catching in your system, Braves especially. Um, so, you know, this kid was, was ranked 20th in the Tigers system. He'll probably rank somewhere around there, maybe a little bit lower in the Braves system. Um, but, the, you know, you, you always need catchers. I look at Triple A, uh, Eric Lynette. I think they've used seven different catchers this year. I mean, it's – it's um, they, they, they're top – catching prospect is down in the, in the, at the A-ball level right now. So it's it's not like they have anything coming. Um, you know, you, I think one thing as you look forward, look towards next year, you know, the common debate is you know, should the Braves trade for McCann? Well, only if the price is right, only if you're paying a, a small portion of that salary. And I think the only reason you start even debating on whether uh, to bring McCann back here uh, when he probably is best suited to, to stay in the American League where at this stage this career, or he could be a, a DH occasionally is because you, you don't want to pay that price that you're going to have to pay for Wilson Ramos. I don't think the Braves even see Matt Wieters as an option. I don't think they even plan to go down that road. Uh, but but you think about how much money you're going to have to pay Wilson Ramos, and then you start saying, well, is McCann a better option? Once, once you continue that debate, you're just reminded of that you know, in terms of catching, your best your best bet is develop to develop your own, and have you know have that pipeline stocked uh, because it's not easy to find good catching uh, or good catchers, and um, you know you you want to get to a point where you're not having to pay you know thirty year old free agents uh, or or pay for for guys for catchers as they enter their thirties because the uh, 
you know, the life expectancy of a catcher or life, uh, the productive life of a catcher is, is so unpredictable. One more thought on Swanson, uh, Mark. Is the plan, in, in your estimation, the plan that he would be the guy starting at shortstop the rest of the season, pretty much day in, day out, to see exactly how comfortable he can get? Exactly, yeah. I think that that's what they'll do. You know, they'll give him the the occasional day off if, if they see he needs a little rest. But I think the plan is to, you know, let, give him the majority of the starts uh, at shortstop the rest of the year just so he can come into the season knowing exactly what the – the big league level is like there in 2017. At the same time, they, they have a better idea of what they have uh, entering the season while they get to watch him play on a daily basis this season. And, you know, like I said, I, I think fatigue has played a part in his struggles uh, recently at the plate, but uh, that adrenaline will be flowing. And, uh, you know, Braves' debuts at Turner Field have been pretty special in the past with guys like Frank Hoare and Jason Hayward. So, uh, you know, Swanson fits right in that same level in terms of hype so it's uh i'm looking forward to to seeing what that scene looks like there at turner field tomorrow night yeah and i've heard a lot of people say that they think he'll actually maybe hit better at the major league level because he feeds so much off the crowd and everything that that maybe playing in the majors in the big stadium will be more electrifying for him than playing down in double a but we will see it's going to be a lot of fun like you said um, coming up this weekend, you, know, you, you play a plan off of that. I mean, you look at what he did in the College World Series. You did. You look at what he did at the uh, in the, the playoff series last year when, uh, that he participated in when he was with the Don Diamondbacks in their minor league system there last year. I mean, he, you know, when the lights shine the brightest, uh, you know, or, or shining bright, that's when he he shines the brightest. Absolutely. All right. This weekend, uh, Braves should get a lift as well, Mark. Uh, the thought is that Julio Tehran may be ready to return to that rotation. How much does the team need to get him back in that rotation here down the stretch? Well, it, it'll be nice if, if he can stay healthy the rest of this year. You know, we, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. It looked like it was a rather minor injury. At first, we didn't think he was going to have to miss any starts. He goes on the DL. Uh, his velocity was pretty good during his uh, rehab start for Gwinnett the other night. I, you know, five minutes before you called, he uh, Julio tweeted out that he's now a father. So it's been a uh, could be a it's been a, a rather busy week for for, for Julio. And he's going to take the mound uh, there Friday night. Um, you know, as a dad for the first time, but more importantly, I, you know, I think he's he's looking forward to uh, to staying healthy the rest of the year. And yeah, that would be big. I mean, if they can get get him going, have Mike Poltonevich finish the season strong, if they can get Matt Whistler, who's been so-so there at Gwinnett. I think I'd say at least two two of the three rehab starts he's made have been uh, pretty solid. Uh, you get him back in the mix, now all of a sudden you're, you've are you got a rotation that looks a little bit more like a big league club than the one that they they used there last week that you know, included Roberto Hernandez and uh, De La Cruz. Um, who, you know what? We keep saying it about De La Cruz, but he's, you know, two out of every three starts have been pretty good as well. So, but at the same time, as you move forward and you want to take a look at your kids, uh, I think it'd be nice if they could could go into September uh, knowing that Teron, Fulte, and, and Whistler are going to be in that rotation the rest of the way. 
All right. Great stuff, Mark. Thanks, as always, for joining us on the podcast. It's going to be an exciting night on Wednesday, like you said, on Turner Fe at Turner Field as Dansby Swanson makes his Major League debut. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.